I'm Amy, and you're listening to the Creativity Matters Podcast. Today on the Creativity Matters Podcast, errors, system logging, problems with access, and yes, some drawing. Here we go. You're listening to the CMP, a Creativity Matters podcast. Stories of creative journey and a reminder that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Creativity Matters podcast. I'm Amy. This is episode 414. Error log. Seems like the fitting title. Every day, I think I clear out the problem, and the problem comes back. Error log, system log, system failure. It is a monstrous problem. I really don't know what to do. So I thought I had made changes yesterday that would pretty much prevent the problem, even if it was a bury your head in the sand moment. And first thing I did was ping the site this morning and down again. And this time it didn't come back up. I need help. I need help. System logs, error logs, error files, tracking of things that are wrong. And in some cases, tracking of just what happens, every single move that happens. It's what computers do. It's what we do with documentation. It's what we do with tracking. Did I walk this day? Yes or no. Entry in a file, walked this day, did not walk this day. Entry on a page, check mark in a box, hash marks in a box, blank box. We track, we log, we document, and we don't necessarily mind if those files grow and grow and grow because we have space. Typically, not digitally. I'm out of space everywhere all the time. I didn't expect the website issue. That has taken me by surprise. And it's not just something I can say, oh, just move up a level because the problem is still there and I can't figure out how to fix the problem. Quest for space is huge. And in our lives, we use space. We use it. We take it for granted. We do take it for granted and we fill it up. And then a lot of the time we wish that we had not filled it up. It's hard to get back to a not filled up status. With the error log, I can and have just deleted it every day, which is part of the burying your head in the sand because I don't actually know what those errors are right now. But I also can't just throw away the site and start over. It isn't that easy. The solution here is really not clear. And I don't have a developer friend to call up and say, hey, I cannot pay you but I need a little bit of help. So frustrated. I have read so many Linux and Ubuntu files this week, 
I've tried so many things in my little bits of free time. I have spent pretty much all of my free time. It's amazing even that I filled my two pages in my sketchbook and went to the third and the fourth. That is kind of amazing. Last night, I inked a really big drawing and tried to do that with time lapse. So we will see what happens. It takes a long time to do the drawing part. The time lapse ends up about a minute. I'm never going to manage to really make videos this way, but it at least makes me feel like I am trying. I'm taking these steps to try this. And after that, it was late. It was almost midnight and I had not done my self-portrait. And I thought, wow. I have to get up early in the morning because I need to do the chick, 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 chick. I need to do this and this and this and this because I am racking and stacking weekend mornings in good ways. These are things that are great and I enjoy, although I do need a website in order to be able to fulfill this whole process to actually post my files. Now, I typically stay up really late anyway, but I don't typically start my drawings at midnight. So I debated and I thought, nobody else cares. There actually would not even be an entry in an error log. No one else is going to notice if I don't do a self-portrait. But when I made soup this week, I walked in there and I made the soup. And then I walked in later and I put the little bitty bit of soup away. And the next morning I walked in and I pulled the bag, the liner out, and actually threw that away. And during one of those walks in, I thought, wow, making soup was such a big part of those early weeks, and I really thought it was going to be a thing, and I'm really sorry that it's not a thing, and I'm really sad that it's not a thing, and why is it not a thing? Was it really that there just was no ability to buy corn? Because was that really it, or was it something else about the pandemic, something else about the quarantine, something else about the way the kids eat, something else about the need to feed everyone, something else about being really, really tired of having to feed everyone. Was it just something else? Because soup is really the easiest thing I can do. Why did I stop making soup every week? What was different? Why did I do that? I really liked doing it. I enjoyed doing it. I am disappointed in myself that I let it go. I'm really glad I made soup this week, and it reminds me of how much everybody actually really likes having soup. Why did I do that? And it was so easy. I put it all in even before I went for my quick walk, and so easy. So easy. Best soup ever. Every time it's the best soup ever. Every time I throw in everything I can find, and this time I threw in even new things. And best soup ever. And I have to agree. I think it might have been the best soup ever. It's pretty good when your memory is short in that way, where every time it's the best ever. Can't ask for much more than that. It's the best ever. Good job. Best ever. Good job. Wow, this is so good. Best ever. Good job. Every day is a new day. Best ever. Good job. No error log required. But I let that soup process go. And I could still pick it up again. Maybe next year. Maybe just now. I don't know. 
I don't want to let those self-portraits go because I won't be able to let go of the fact that I let it go. That boils down to an individual thing, a personality thing, an accountability thing, a self-discipline thing. And we don't hold ourselves accountable in the same way to every project we undertake. But some of them take root, they lodge, they are a part of us. And it matters to not let them go, to show up. It matters to show up, even if nobody's looking. It matters to show up, even if nobody's looking. I think sometimes we are all so caught up in ensuring that everyone is looking. Things only have validity if we show somebody, if we post it to our account. I did my drawings every day this week, whether I posted it to Instagram or not. And at the end of the week, I looked and thought, wow, I'm actually surprised. I didn't post any of these portraits. I liked all of them, but I didn't post any of them. Hmm. I'm actually still okay. My error log did not fill. Self-portrait is a self-accountability process for me. So I did do it last night. I did a quick one. I penciled it and then thought, well, I could just leave it here. And I thought, no, I'm going to go ahead. So I inked it. And then I thought, well, I might as well fill in the background. And this is how things go. And so I decided to use one of my pens. I've had a crazy scenario. I filled two pens this week on different days. The first time... I thought the pen was completely empty and I thought I had cleaned it and I added an orange ink and wow, did I make the muddiest brown in history. It's horrible. There had been some form of blue or teal in the pen and oh my goodness, I have made something terrible, terrible. And I am still sucking it up and using it. My next pen that I decided to fill because I wanted to try another one of the samples I pulled out. I went and cleaned this pen. I could tell it had a turquoise or a teal, which is part of my palette right now or part of what I want to be my palette right now. And I could tell that was what was in it, but I was going to put an orangey red color in it. So I went and cleaned that pen. I stood there, I cleaned it. It's got my least favorite converter. It's a squeeze converter and I stood there with the water running and squeezed and released and squeezed and released and the ink kept, you know, coming out and I would shake it. I would think it was clear. I would shake it hard and do it again. There was another drop of turquoise ink. I did it until I thought I had it clear. And then I filled this pen. A couple hours later, I didn't do it right away. A couple hours later, I was talking to somebody and said, oh, I just filled this pen with this color, blah, blah, blah. And started writing and you guessed it, brown, <laughs> majorly brown. I was surprised. I thought that one was clear. And that converter doesn't even hold that much ink. So I drew lines and circles and wasted ink all over the page, a scrap page in a spiral notebook, and trying to get rid of or get past whatever might have been left, maybe just in the feed of the blue, hopeful that the ink in the actual cartridge is the right color. But I didn't quite get all the way there. Still a little bit tingy. It looked a little better. So maybe, maybe I'm right. Maybe it was just the feed. Frustrating. So 
when I decided to fill in, I thought, well, I pulled all these samples out yesterday morning. I pulled all these out and I'm just going to use one of these other pens and just dip it. I'm just going to dip my nib and just fill in this background that way. So I first faced the fact that my pen won't really fit all the way down in the little sample container without getting ink all over it, which I reminded myself by doing it. I, mean, I could tell that was going to be an issue, but I tried it anyway. That's not a functional way to use a pen as a dip. So I thought, okay, well, I'll be careful. <laughs> Prophetic words, if there ever were any, I'll be careful. I poured a little bit in the lid thought, this will be fine. I just need to dip a little bit. I don't really have to have complete saturation even. I don't think of the nib. I think if I dip it, it's enough to do a little bit of hatching. And that worked okay. It worked okay until I got ready to put it away. So I finished up. Chick, chick, chick. I did my self-portrait. I don't know why I say chick instead of check. There's something about the chick, 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 like things falling into line, like chinking into place. Chick, chick, chick. I don't know. It's a really bad sound effect but I'm not really saying check. I am saying something different. I started to put it away. And all I needed to do was take the little plastic cap and empty the little bit into the bottle. And somehow in doing that, <laughs> I don't know. The ink didn't just want to fall out into the bottle. There probably wasn't even that much in the lid. But in doing it, somehow something happened and I... It flew into my lap. I have ink everywhere, and I still have a big splotch of magenta on my hands. Interestingly enough, that would tell me this one is more water-resistant <laughs> than others because I've washed my hands many times since then. So, funny. Error log in my head. Yeah, I messed up. I spilled my ink. I did something silly. Accountability log. Yeah, I finished my self-portrait. And productivity log. Yes, I did. I draw along yesterday. Yes, I recorded a show yesterday. Yes, I sketched a portrait yesterday and inked a portrait and then inked another portrait. And then, yes, I did a self-portrait and inked that too. Yes, that log might be a little full, but it's not bloated because of errors that are repeating over and over and over and over and over and taking up space. It is a Sunday morning and the website is down, it's still down. I will be taking my coffee photo in a bit and I will be doing some drawing and I need to edit yesterday's show. Maybe probably won't edit this one until midweek, trying to space them out just a little bit. I saw someone in a group the other day say, so how many shows is in a season? And there was a whole big discussion about it. And I thought, wow. Huh. And I was reading through it. And I do remember a show that I used to, one of my favorite shows ever, and there were clear seasons and she would take a break. And that was the big thing. They would say, oh, there's this many shows in a season, and then you take like a three-month break. Huh. Really? That's a prevailing approach. I didn't even realize that was a prevailing approach. I, it's not my approach, but maybe I shouldn't have just gone straight one to 400. Maybe I should have 
had things in series or seasons. Maybe I should have had things in seasons. Nah, nah, nah. It's just a perpetual calendar, right? Perpetual calendar. Okay, I am going to do, checking my time, I'm going to do a quick draw along. And so stopping and starting. Okay, so today I need to start a new page. I have two unfinished pages that I overlapped to with the second half of last week. And I have a little bit of space still to fill on those. But because I am doing the Illustrated Journal week in the Creativity Matters group at Facebook, I'm going to go ahead and start a new page for today. I did start weeks on Sunday arbitrarily. The idea was a seven-week challenge. I wasn't really considering it a calendar thing, but it was just seven days, and I happened to start that on a Sunday. But I have started these weeks on Sunday anyway for myself, partly just because of how I tracked my last, the 50 before 50 year. So I have several picks for today, and... I've really been wanting to draw this one, and doing it on a blank page is great. It is a little girl, which I continue to challenge myself. It's not my typical pics. I love looking at these pictures of kids, but I don't typically do them because they're a challenge for me. So when I find these really, really adorable ones that the shape of it and the detailing really speaks to me, I am trying them because I would like to get better, more comfortable, with that process and with the fitting. So this is from the account Ashley Larson at Sketchy. This is a little girl in a, gonna say this is dragon, dragon costume. I don't have the other one next to it. There are three, it's a series of photos with three children in different costumes. And there is another one that I love that I've marked for a different day. And actually the picture of all three of them sitting together, they look very bored, is an adorable photo. If I ever want a really big challenge or have a lot of time, I might do something like that because I would love the challenge of that. So I'm just going to do this single one today. This girl, I, she's in green. The costume is green and yellow. She has a dark green shirt on. These details are slightly irrelevant since I probably won't use color, but it's partly why I liked this photo. And I have a completely blank two-page spread. My sketchbook, of course, is approximately eight and a half by 11, and I love that size. I would love to experiment with something bigger for these pages. I wonder, wonder how much I could fit in a bigger one. I think there might be a bigger version of this. Okay, now I'm gonna have to check that. I'm pretty sure might be an 11 by 14. And if there was an 11 by 14 with this art paper, I love this paper because my fountain pen ink does not bleed through. I'm not sure I'll be ever willing to do this kind of journaling in another format because this paper is so perfect for the way I use the ink. So because I have a blank spread, I don't have any boxes at all, 
and I immediately drew a box on the center, the center right of the right edge of the left-hand page, which just puts it in the center. And she is looking, she's looking in, she's looking, oh, she's, she's looking at the viewer, but she's facing the right. And that really means that if you follow my logic from the other show, she should be on the left edge, which would be a great place for her. But hoping to preserve that edge because it's so easy to work with later but I don't think I should do that I think I should go ahead and use that edge okay so I'm going to draw a new box I said it had no boxes I did draw the one box thinking I would do this photo there so I'm going to draw the new box I just want to pencil this in I'm going to work on it during a drawing group I think today I, it doesn't look like a super complicated photo to me I think it's just going to be super cute. So I will set a 10 minute timer. I'm clicking it and it's not, not going. Let's see. There it is. All right. My timer's set back to my photo and I am starting. I guess I should take a look at her her overall size. I've given her a fairly big box. Let's see. If I hold my phone up, my box is probably almost twice the size of her in the photo. So you would think I'd be able to fit this in, right? <laughs> it seems like that ought to be an obvious way to say, oh, that would fit. Just going to go ahead and sort of get a sense of where I think. Where I think things are. That looks pretty good. If I can get the head in this spot, we should be golden or green, as this photo might suggest. So, I mentioned the soup, and so I'm going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the soup. Not actually... ingredients of the soup, but I wanted to mention that I thought this would be an intro sometime, but it doesn't matter. I wanted to mention that I did include that in my illustrated journal. I also included baked pasta this week and the week before something else I made. And I think those are, for me, good things to include. To do that, they're very simple. I just kind of show the basic ingredients. I'm not a measurer, so I don't really care about listing exact quantities or any of that. I'm not trying to share my recipe with anybody, just recording it for myself. Made this, this is what was in it. And so it works for me just to draw a cylinder and put, you know, the word broth on it. But I also, of course, have interest in those products also looking a little more like they really are because the the product stuff really interests me. So for the soup, I first did pencil in just basically the shapes and sort of markers of what they were. So 
basic things, broth, corn, some tater tots, and a whole list of things. I actually had quite a few more things than I realized, even though they were all incredibly simple ingredients. And Well, so I've got her eye already taking up more than half of the space I left for the face. I do seem, and even that, the eye doesn't feel big enough to me. I do seem to really just have a, a size. Okay, even if we just got her head and the hat she has on and a little bit of her cape, it would be content. So I penciled in just those basic things. And then, before I inked it, I thought, well, you know, what does this container really look like? What does that box of broth, you know, that carton of broth, I used cartons and cans. We have a big, big appetite family. What does that carton look like? So I just Googled, <laughs> I Googled images. I didn't really care about brands for most things, but I, I did Google the right things. I didn't have enough space. I mean, looking back, my, the illustrations are like less than a, less than an inch. Those are maybe half inch of each thing. And so I just Googled pictures, did the image search, said, okay, here's what I, here's basically what this would look like. And just drew in some lines. I couldn't fit the words. I couldn't fit anything, but it gave me the sense that I had a little more authenticity, that these weren't just squares or weren't just boxes. They weren't just packets that said chili seasoning or something like that. They actually had some hook to the real thing. So that was it worked out really well, and it was a good process. Working on the second eye, which I think I have too close to the first eye. over just a little bit. I think there's a little more, a little more space in there between them. It's really fascinating when you really start looking close. All the, the shadows and the bits of space and how, how faces are arranged. Every single time you draw a face, you should be amazed. Right? I don't want Sunday to be over. I also don't want to spend my whole Sunday working on the website problem. I want to be able to call somebody and get some help. And I just don't. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid it might be the end of the show. Sort of like you can't throw, you know, can't throw the whole thing out with the bathwater, right? But it feels like that's what I have to do. I, I think I'm stuck. I've never been this stuck. I've never been this stuck. I know enough about development 
to have put myself in the position I'm in, but now I'm stuck. And I'm really frustrated. She's going to look older. I think that's a fascinating thing. I know a lot of people talk about it. A lot of people, when they draw kids, they look older. Now, to me, I find that interesting. When I do it, I don't worry about it. I end up thinking, huh, that's really interesting that this, I drew this person and she looks older than she is, but she's still very interesting to me. And I already see it just in her eyes that, that she looks older than she does in the photo. Now I have to wonder what that is. Is that the size of the eyes in mine? Maybe, probably, maybe they should be quite a bit bigger just the pupils, not the pupils, the eyeballs. I, I made them bigger and now they just look a little bit too big. So she does look older. Huh. Fascinating. I can see it just at the eye level and that's surprising. Okay. That's all right. wondering where I'm just looking trying to just trace and retracing some of my lines here wondering where it is where that differential is because maybe I don't have her nose quite as broad as it should be either I just didn't have room I always say I need to draw on a 18 by 24 or something because I do struggle. But I keep working at it. I keep working at it. And you know, if I drew this and it was me at the end and I'm wearing this dragon cape, I would be so happy still. I'm okay with that. That's partly what I said about, I think we bring ourselves, our context, something about whatever is going on ends up somehow in our work it affects our work we can draw the same thing on different days and it will look different and that tells you that there's more going on than just looking at the image I can get her chin before our timer goes off. Oh, spoke too soon. Well, that means it's a good place to stop. I'll try to get better at stopping with the timer. It's probably the worst part for you to listen to. Is the draw along, although I just really enjoy it. Gives me an extra reason to draw. Okay put in just the general shape of her 
side of her face, although I keep working on those, refining those. I always end up with fairly angular faces, and her face should be rounder than this, so that's, she should be, she shouldn't be this, this face should not be quite this tall. Maybe this chin is too, chin is probably a little too tall. I'll shorten that up. So I'll continue working on this into my next session. Oh, error logs, body pains. Wonder what the error log looks like inside, right? <laughs> that would account for a lot of, a lot of stuff. Okay, I need to stop it. I am the art. The art is me. And thank you for joining me today for a Sunday morning draw along show, a show, an episode of the CMP, the Creativity Matters podcast, where it's all about creative margins for me. And so I think of it as the Creative Margins podcast. And no matter what, it is still a CMP. I appreciate you listening and tuning in. I hope you were able to do some drawing or some painting or get some walking in or do your dishes, whatever it is that you do when you listen, and that I was a little bit of company for you as you were for me. I'm Amy. You can reach me at creativitymatterspodcast at gmail.com. Show notes are on the creativitymatterspodcast.com website. The music I play is courtesy of Nikolai Hodless. You can find me at Instagram as oamyoamy. Thank you to those of you who support the CMP at Patreon, patreon.com slash creativity matters. Until next time, remember that creativity matters in whatever form it takes for you. And don't forget to breathe. Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>